morning, Raboisai. How's everybody doing? Today's shir is being sponsored by Shlomo Shimon Ben Ovadia, dedicated to the yard side of my father, Ovadia Ben Yaakov, Albert Jacob, by his children, grandchildren, great grandchildren. This is of his learning, of this learning, this learning. Give his Nisham and Aliyah in Shamayim. I had to read this email a few days ago and I forgot and I had a few reminders. People were saying, where's the email? Here it is. I, the glare, it's down. The thing is down. So maybe it's the front. I can't just shut out all the windows. Lot, lot. We'll figure it out. Sometimes I add words on my own, but this, the take out words, is a little bit of a problem. Dear Rebelli, from day to day you're growing in the Ulam Torah. Now you know why I didn't read this. As a phenomenal maggot cheer, we therefore feel it's appropriate to dedicate today's shir, Chav Gimel Cheshvin, in memory of our beloved father in Shver, Harav Shraga Feidel Ben Harav Chaim Yehuda Zuchron Levracha. He was also a Marbet's Torah. Also, as a footnote, can you turn the zoom around after the shir so we can get to see the family? Zaku Baruch from the Pearlstein and Alter families in Borough Park. There's no mishpacha here, Baruch Hashem, in the morning. The only mishpacha, sometimes we have the anagal running around on four legs. This one is a chashiv email from Debbie Shufer. Shufer. Hi, Ellie. I would like to say that I enjoy the share very much, and it makes my day. I also enjoy the way, enjoy the way you present the share every day. I appreciate all the hours you put in to prepare the share. I enjoy the share every night, too. I wish you lots of atzlacha. Debbie's a big, a big character here on the... On the on the Zoom, before Shir, after Shir, I enjoy the Shir every night too. I wish you lots of atzlacham. May we finish many sechts together. Yours, sincerely, Shloy Zev. Shupel. Also, this is uh, a picture from the big Siam from Elio Burger Siam. Here's my son in law, I sent a Shliach to go deliver a bottle of wine, a chasha. My son in law is a big moment of wine, as you know. Here's a beautiful, look at this, look at this scene. This, this is the way you do it in a nice outdoor tent. Very chosher. So mazel tov tell yo again. I love when people send me pictures. Before the shear is better, after the shear also works. I had this in my head and I, I knew I saw it somewhere. I didn't know. So guy sent his chifufe. You know what this is on the way to the Kotel? To the Kaisal Amaravi. Like in that, you know, it's really dangerous over there. It's nice and narrow. So they put chifufe so you don't get run over by a car. Beautiful. Also, one last thing, I just want to notify the Olam, the, I don't know if we have to stop saying, but Reb Simcha Nochem, also known as, I don't know what his name is anymore, Reb Simcha Sakala. we're not going to talk about his first name, Stephen. He's out of the hospital, he's back at home, he's doing much better, so Yishkoyach to everybody under Tfilos. Here we go, Daf Tzadik He, that means only 11 Daf left to the Masechta, we're holding five lines down from the top of Tzadik Hay. Leymon. There's a little shach to zoom because I see Gary's playing around on my screen. Leymon Abayo. Yeah. What do you want me to mention about locations? Raboisai Shmelka is doing a seum in Bargain. 24-ounce steaks. If he doesn't know about it, you notify him about it. Ben Schwartz is doing another $30,000 seal in the five towns. If he doesn't know about it now, he does. 
Uncle Phil and the Chevra and Muncie are doing their Siyam. Yosef Ben Zev and his Chevra in Chicago. That means there's going to be three people in Chicago, Baruch Hashem. Ah, I'm always impressed with the Chicagoans. We are having a massive Siyam. Avi Factor did a massive Siyam in Ramah Bet Shemesh. Uh, I was invited to attend, so I might attend. It's, uh, it's an outdoor seum, so Bezer Hashem, I'll be there. Um, who else? Oh, Fischl from Fischl Catering, doing it in Baltimore. He doesn't know about it yet, but we're doing it in his, right next to his, uh, in the parking lot over there, we distribute all the food to all the Aniyim right there. Massive tent again. Um, where else? Belarus. I'm inviting the island to the shul again. We had 70 people. The oil of the Rebbe. I'm inviting the oil of the island to the oil of the Rebbe. Klein is going to bring a big suit there again. Where else are we doing this? Rabbi Sai, call your local guy again and just make it happen. Let's let's make this bigger and better than last time. Don't don't schlaf here. Oh, Manchester. What am I talking about? Manchester. Beautiful oil in Manchester. I don't know. I'm, I'm forgetting places, but we had a lot of locations in Bezer Hashem. We'll continue. Sweden, don't forget Sweden. And then uh, we had in London and in Chves. Uh, what's the other places over there in England? All right, Zogdi Gemara. Leima Baeverovo Beplukta de Rav Shmuel Kamifligi. So we had the Machloikis of Rav and Shmuel. Do we say Pitikri Yard Vesaisam? When you have four open walls, according to Shmuel, you need at least one wall. And then you could say Pitikri Yard Vesaisam. So perhaps that's the machloikas of a bayin rov. What? Vidmar, sikin chagabi achsadro sheyeshlo p'tzimen k'shero. So over here Rashi says a different shot than we had the other day in Rashi. Rashi over here says p'tzimen is not referring to the main, the main uh, beams that are holding up the chsadra. Rather he says you have these little poles, I just put them in blue and red, every three tfachim, so you have lavud, MMA, you have a wall all the way around. It continues here. You can't really see because I didn't do blue and red, but they're in brown right over here. Every three tvachim, and you have a proper sukkah. That's not what we're looking for. Ain't lo What if you don't have lavud? Abayo amar ksheiro, virava amar psula. This sukkah, minus these little guys, is kosher. Why? Isn't that the machloikas that we're just discussing? Abayo amar ksheiro, amar Here, goes down, goes down, the front. So you have <coughs> the proper mechitzes. Perhaps that's exactly the mechloikas. Shmuel, Rava holds like Shmuel. You don't say pitikiriyavisaisim on all four sides. Here you see, it's distant from the house, so you don't really have a, a wall of the house. Great. Says the Gemara, leave the Shmuel kulamale pligi. So the Gemara says no. That's not what's going on here. In Shmuel, who Shmuel says that you have to have at least one wall in order to invoke Pitikro, you can't do Pitikro over here. Do we say Pitikro in Rav? Why? Abayo, Kirab, Abayo holds it over here. Why not? <clears throat> Just like Rav says Pitikro in a Chsadra, so he says Pitikro in a nice Soka. What's the difference? Rav says, I'll tell you the difference. I hold like Rav. Everybody holds like Rav. No machloikis. Over here, when it comes to sukkah, it's very different. Why does make a pergola? He wants to protect himself from the sun. It's very... 12 seconds later. It's back on now. 
but actual why. All right, do me a favor, stay on top of it. I need to know this. What? Okay, so let me know the second it happens again, and then maybe I'll just switch off to uh, the internet, because right now it's on, uh, on Golan. Maybe I'm running the data or something, I don't know. Okay, I don't have that device that I had in Chicago, which was Moyerdik. Itmar, maybe they probably sell it here also, no? I have to look into it. Hmm. It's a good idea. I don't know. I never, I don't even know if you could, I guess you could open it. You're right. I'll try that out. Very interesting. Itmar. Well, no, it's not so posh because they will charge me an arm and a leg in America. And if it's just a SIM card, well, I can put any SIM card and just ignore it. I don't know. Okay, we'll have to figure it out. Uh, different time. I don't think the oil wants to join us for this conversation. The Allah is like that if the walls fall down on Shabbos, we said it's in the corner and the top is jagged and all sorts of shot. If it happens on Shabbos, too bad on you. You don't have a mechitza. What does Shmuel say? Remember, Shmuel says, if you go into Shabbos with a great mechitza, I don't care what happens later on during Shabbos, make sure you fix it for next Shabbos, this Shabbos, you're good to go, even if you don't have mechitzas. We're going to have a contradiction now. Did Shmuel really say that the halach is like Rabbi Yehuda? And Nachamol, I, I don't know, for some reason it seems like this mesefta repeats itself over and over. We're very familiar with this to give. We learned in the Mishnah, the whole sugya of Zachan Ladim in front of, can I make an Eru for my friend? And we said there's a difference, when is it a problem for me to make an Eru for you? When it's Tchum. And Tchum, I'm limiting you to one direction. So it's a Chayv. However, but if I'm making it better for you, because now you can carry in and out of your house, you go to your friend's house. So there's no limit here. Uh, I could go in all directions, and when you place your ear in one direction, now you limit it to that direction. So it's a chayv in a way, it's also zchus in a way, but only to one direction. What if I want to go in the opposite direction? You just ruined it for me. So you cannot do a tchum for me. But a eruv chateris is no. Um, what's the word? Very simple. A what? No, con. Uh, a pro and a con. There's no. There's no, um, no, light it up on the thing. Kids, there's no, uh, opposite of a pro. Okay. I'll be, okay, that's also a word. There's no disadvantage. I just wanted to see if Menachem Mateh is listening. When it comes to Eruv of I don't need your permission. I can include you. And if you remember, Shmuel said on that sugya, Halacha kerev Yehuda. Halacha kerev Yehuda. Ela, Chalm of Yishoshana Rebbe Yehuda Be'eruvin, anywhere in this Mesechta, Halacha kemaisai. V'amal erev Chana Bagdasala Rebbe Yehuda, and in that Gemara, word for word, of Chana asked, Amar Shmuel, Afidu B'mavi, Shanita Karazi L'chayev? Even in the case where you had a mavoi and the lechi fell off in the middle of Shabbos, which is our Mishnah, and he told him, no, 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 not everything that he mentioned in Mesech to Seirevin, in Hilchoi Seirevin, and now when it comes, Talach in Ekaira, ah, so it says, Shmuel said, not like Rabbi Huda, in our Mishnah. 
And a second ago you told me that Shmuel said, Halachik Rabbi Yehuda. First wide line. Shmuel Amar, Halachik Rabbi Yehuda. Amar I'll explain it to you. I heard this mamish from Shmuel. Over here, in our Mishnah, when it's wide open to a Carmelis, so I pass him like Rabbi Huda. I have nothing to worry about. What's going to happen? Worst comes to worst, this person might carry from his house into a Carmelis. No. He's not going to be Chayiv Misa, he's not going to be Chayiv Akarba. It's a, it's a Drabban. Khan. And we're concerned he might come out of the Rishon And then the halacha, is not like Rabbi Yehuda when we are concerned that he might take it out to Rishon Rabbim. Says the Mishnah, If a person builds an overpass right over the Rishon Rabbim, he builds a building. Now, if you're from New York, I, the only thing that came to mind is like when you're driving down the FDR Drive. You go underneath the United Nations. You know, all of a sudden there's a building. Shalom Aleichem. And then if you, if you have money and you pay the right people, you can build Rockefeller University right over the, 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 the FDR drive. You have six lanes, building, fine. I'm sure they have it in other places in the world. That's what Lichtenkopf. So, you have a building here. A serious overpass. You know, the ones that the trucks like to hit. Overpass. So what, what are these things, these buildings, these overpasses? These are pitikra yard v'saisim l'chayra. You have the, the front edge of this bridge, of the building, whatever it is, comes down and creates a rishus hayachid underneath the building, underneath the bridge. Metatlan tachtayim b'shabbos, divri Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, famous Rabbi Yehuda, we're going to have him soon. If I own two houses on both sides of Rishus Rabbah, I don't want to confuse anybody, but just to remind everybody, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion I could carry from house to house if I make a little tiny lechi on one house, two lechis, I could carry across the Rishon Over here, Rabbi Yudah holds, I could carry in the middle of the FDR drive, right underneath the United Nations, I could carry on Shabbos. It's not, I don't care that millions of cars go through a day, I could carry there, it's a Rishon Sayyachet. Ve'chacham and Ma'isrim Chacham say no. Ve'aydama Rabbi Yudah. In addition, says Rabbi Yudah, and the Gemara is going to be medayik from this Ve'ayd. We just said two halachas, right? Halacha number one, you build a building and a bridge. Basically the same halacha. Va'id, and he adds another thing. What's a mavoy mafulosh? We learned all the way in the beginning of Sechta. Typically a mavoy, an alley that the Gemara discusses in the beginning of Sechta at least, is loy mafulosh, it's a dead end. But over here it goes through and through. A typical alley in a city it goes through and through. It ends up in another Rosh Hashanah. Rehuda is of the opinion you can make a lechi, here's a lechi on this side, a lechi on this side, and you can carry, if you make a erov, a, a sheet of mavais, you can carry within this mavoy. Chacham say no, mefulish is no good. It's considered like open the Rishusarab, no good. So, when we're looking at the United Nations, there are two possibilities. Either we're talking about a pitikri yarivisaisim, this edge comes down, Allah Hamish Messina, and creates a mechitza, or the wall over here of the building, these walls, one, two, are two walls, and that's enough to make a Roshul Sayyachid on Shabbos, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Don't tell me that the whole point, the whole heter over here, is because he has two walls. The reasoning over here is the halach of Pitikra, 
Nothing to do with the two mechitzos. But Abai asks, what about our famous case that we had a number of times in this Masechta? Yasser al-Kain Omer Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, in addition to everything else that you're allowed to do, if you have two homes on two sides of Rishus Rabbim, you'd have to get one of those massive beams, at least a 16 amma beam, if you say Rishus Rabbim is 16 amma, 32 foot beam, you go from side to side, or easier would be to do a lechi, again, remember, it's not a lechi over here and a lechi over here, rather it's a lechi on the same side of the street, two times, one on this side of the house, one on this side of the house, and he could carry smack in the middle of the Rishul Sarabim. And on that they said, So what do you see? Over here you don't have Pitikri Yerivisaisim. There's no, there's no ceiling over here. Especially by Yalechi. Yet, Rabbi Yudha says it's okay. So obviously, Rabbi Yudha is the, of the opinion that all you need is two walls. So the reason why I could carry under the United Nations is because of the two walls, not because of Pitikra. Says Gemara, You're right. From this case, I don't have any proof that he's talking about Pitikra. In other words, maybe over here, obviously, he's talking about two walls. But from our Mishnah, there's no proof. So I say that it's because of Pitikra. Omar Avashi. And I could prove from the Mishnah, from our Mishnah, that we're talking about P-Tikra. Why? The Mishnah gives us two examples of a bridge and a, and a building. And then it says, Va'id. What does Va'id mean? You can make an area of a Mavayam Afulash. I'm going according to the second Shad and Rashi. If you say that the mission is starting out with P-Tikra, so you have two cases of P-Tikra, and let me add another halacha that has nothing to do with P-Tikra, and that is a halacha of two mechitzas. I know diktani v'ayid. So it makes a lot of sense. Not only do I have this halacha of P-Tikra, and that allows me to carry underneath a bridge and underneath a building, but I have another halacha called a two mechitza halacha. And that is, if I have a wide open mavoi, nothing on top, I can make a lechi here, lechi here, and the two walls on the two sides, they help me. In addition to this halacha that we're learning of P-Tikra. But if you're telling me that the whole, the whole, the whole ratio, the reason why I could carry on the, the United Nations and a bridge is because of the two mechitzes, not P-Tikra. My void. What are you adding? You didn't add anything. So therefore, Shema Minah, that's a great raya. Hadron Aloch Kol Gagos. Hadron Aloch Kol Gagos. Hadron Aloch Kol Gagos. Rabbi we're starting the final parak in Masechtas Erevin. And we'll take a quick stop here. Hold on. These are all same people. Zev Roth is, uh, is new today. Not, not new, but new today. Eli Khan, Shalom Aleichem, Rebeli Khan. Avi Kamiansky is very new. Shalom. You're back at home? Welcome back. Yaakov Toch. Givaldik. Oh, I forgot to say that. Where was that? This came from, this picture 
from David Kramer from Baltimore. Forgot to mention his name. Yishkoyach David. Don't hesitate to send me stuff, especially before Shear starts. It's even better. Somebody sent me. I'll show you something that somebody sent me for today's Shear, and I really appreciate it. Says the Heligan Mishnah, brand new parak. Hamoitzei tefillin, gishmaka stuff. We're going to be talking about tefillin today. If you are walking on Shabbos and you find a pair of tefillin, what do you do? Machnisan zug zug. Obviously, there's going to be a big discussion in the Gemara. Are you allowed to wear tefillin on Shabbos? Not supposed to wear tefillin on Shabbos? What you do is, according to the Tanakhama, you put on tefillin as if you were wearing it for Shachras. You just put on your tefillin shal yad, tefillin shal roish, one pair only, and you go where you need to go, you put the tefillin down. You save it. Now what's talk, it's talking about, that the tefillin are in danger. They're in danger of being destroyed by animals. We're not concerned that a guy is going to take the tefillin. That's not our problem. We don't care. That, but if somebody's going to destroy the tefillin, that we made a heter, wear the tefillin. Two pairs. Now this is very interesting as the Gemara is going to discuss at length. Why two? Either one or ten. Why two? If you're telling me that you're limited to one, I understand. Okay, like, like we wear tefillin. Where, where did you come up with two? Two should mean as many as you want. No, only two. <laughs> but that's not the way you wear it. Unless you're Moroccan. Okay. We'll see. So this is talking about where you could see by looking at the tefillin that these were worn as tefillin. Meaning, there's the, the shakai, shin, dalid, yod, the shin on the tefillin shorosh, on the batim, the dalid, on the kesher behind roish, and the yud, very serious stuff. This is not a joke. This is the Gemara and Brachas discusses that you need the shin, dalid, yud, so when you see the Shindal Yid, you see that somebody wore it as tefillin, now I know it's tefillin. But what happened is, in those days, they would make kameas, emulets, out of tefillin. They would look, there would be a box. Minus the ritzuas, minus the, the, the kasher. So perhaps somebody made an emulet, and that doesn't have the gdusha. If you didn't, if you didn't create the, the emulet, the, the, the kamea, with the lishma, it doesn't have gdusha. You have no right to save it on Shabbos. Now, this is what... Daniel Feintoch from Cleveland sent me today. And this is a Jerusalem Post, whatever. But we'll, we'll show it for, uh, for Torah purposes. Met Museum mislabels Jewish phylacteries. A 6th century Egyptian amulet. In other words, there are people that mistake tefillin for a kamea. That's what he's trying to show. Alright, fine. So when you go to the museum there, it's under this Islamic art, Kamea. Great. So it was a thing in those days. What if you found, the Gemara is going to describe what exactly Tzvatim is, what Krikhois is. The point is, there are many of them. What do you do? You can't, you don't have the opportunity to keep on going back and forth. It's going to be Matzah Shabbos already. So what do you do? You sit there, and Yoni, a very cute picture, He's singing one of the Shabbos mirrors. He has Chveisvas, uh, coming out of his mouth. He sits there and he waits. And now we are turning to the Tzadik Hay. Omad Bey is in memory of Dr. Alan Stas's mother, Shendel Baran Hirsch, and Bracha. And by the Austin and Tobias grandchildren, Lilu Nishmas, our Bobby Zissel Bas Chaim. 
He's worried about the listim. We'll see. Sakana exactly. Rashi over here says he's worried about the listim. He can't stick around there because if people see him next to Tefillin, it could endanger his life. So he covers them up as best as he can and he runs. Rabbi Shimon Oimer, now Rabbi Isai, I mean, I, had, I have to tell you, my sister came to It's my mission to get to the, to the Mishnah, but it's my sister came to I was once walking in Manhattan and a, a guy comes over to me and goes, Yo, yo, Jew, hot stuff, hot. you want something hot? It's like, what? He shows me a period of filling. Period of filling, I said, I see it, it says, Zalman Mordechai Friedman on it. He's like, Oy So, how much do you want for it? He's like, 100 bucks. So a hundred bucks would be crazy. The thing's not worth more than 20 bucks. He goes, I know, I know. I sold a couple of these already. It's worth a hundred bucks. So I'm like, what am I going to do? I got to save this guy's film. So I said, let me see, let me see these films. So I take them out. I put one on the Shalyad, one on Shuroish. And I'm like, where's the second one for the other hand? He's like, I don't know. This is what it came with. I said, ha. Ah. So that, I'm not going to pay you a hundred. That, maybe $15. Fine. That's what, 15 bucks now is it. Message come out by why am I saying it? I have no idea. Reb Shimon no, because we're going to see now, we're talking about tefillin. How many tefillin could you wear? Not wear, I just didn't want to chas v'shalom, forget the maizah shukumatoya. Reb Shimon Oymer, noisin l'chaveroi v'chaveroi l'chaveroi. Reb Shimon says, and we had this once in the Mishnah, and a different thing when it came to tchumim. Over here, I can make some sort of line of people, and I, I give you the tefillin, and you line it up, and another tefillin, and another tefillin, I mean, not another one, but you keep on going until you get to the city. And then you, you bring it to the, to the first chotzer that you can possibly get to. A real quick story from Rabbi Galinsky. We're talking about Meisr. This is a Meisr Shahaya, I think. It's a Meforish Rabbi Galinsky. He says that when he was in Sibir, Sibiria, Sibir. Anyways, he was there and... Um, the Russians said, on Shabbos, take all this wood, put it on the truck. So they, they knew about this Mishnah. And they said, oh, what we should do is, in order not to be Mavish Mechal Shabbos, let's do Chaveri Lechaveri Lechaveri. So they loaded up the truck really quick. So the Russian officer comes and says, I don't understand. These Polish guys have the same truck that they have to load. And they're taking one piece of wood, they're taking their time, they're going, why are you guys doing it like that? So he said, what do you mean? The love of the country. We want to do it as quickly as possible for the mother, motherland, Russia. So he said, Azai, today you're going to get double food. So he said, not only were we not Mechal Shabbos, but we got Lechem Mishnah. Based on this Mishnah. Chaver lechaver. Atcha Miguel lechatz hachitzayim. V'chein benoi. They didn't have uh, what we have today. You know, that Tzala guys, it happens actually. I heard once a week it happens in Ramah B'Chemesh that women give birth on the way to the hospital because we don't have a hospital here. People have to go to, to, to Hadassah. So you can ask Levi Freeman. He'll tell you the numbers. But it, it happens all the time. It happened to my sister. So people gave birth in the middle of the field. They're running to the field. So what do you do? You take the baby, pass it from human to human, then you make a line and you go. It's better than carrying. Especially if you want to do Dalat Amas, you might walk five Amas. You know, you're nervous, uh, the baby. So you, you, you line them up. <coughs> people. He says, forget a baby, forget filling. What if I want a nice bottle of wine? I take the wine, I give it to my friend. I can go past the tchum because for me it's not a tchum. I just pass the tchum. 
we have to see the Gemara. The barrel of wine is limited to wherever the owner goes. If the owner has a tchum, so you can't put the you can't make the barrel go past the owner's tchum. Fine. Says the Gemara. Zug echod in The Tanakhama says you can only save one pair of tefillin at a time. So the Gemara says, Lachar, we have a contradiction in Remeir. Why? Our Mishnah doesn't mention Remeir at all, but neither does the other Mishnah that we're going to discuss. But the Klal is that when you have an anonymous Mishnah, it's Remeir. And these two Mishnahs don't jive together. So what do we do? Our anonymous Mishnah without a name of a Tana is Remeir. But it can't go according to Remeir. Why? If there's a fire, Mesech the Shabbos 101, there's a fire in a house, how much could you save? Well, Remeir says, you put on as many clothing as you want, five shirts, six sweaters, whatever you could do, you go outside. And how do you know it's Remeir? Whatever you could wear, whatever you could drape himself with, and that's an anonymous Mishnah. And how do you know it's Remeir? Because it says, He wears it, he takes it out, undresses, goes back in, again, dresses up as much as he can, takes it out, puts it down. The entire day, back and forth, back and forth. So that anonymous mission is Remeir. It says in the in the Bryce, it's Remeir. And what do we do with our mission over here? The Remeir says, it's Remeir. can only save one pair of film. Why over there could you save five coats and over here one pair of film? Omar Rava says Rashi. Now, we have to establish this. There is a big machloikas. On Shabbos, can you wear tefillin? Is Shabbos a day that you wear tefillin? Just, Chachamim said, do not wear tefillin in Rosh Hashanah because you might come to take them off on Shabbos. Bathroom, whatever it is. But you could wear tefillin. Or, Shabbos is not a day for tefillin. So Rashi explains this Rava, and we're going to be discussing a little bit more later. Right now, we're going according to my love, and says Shabbos is the time. You could, you could wear tefillin. Afid Uteima Rebbe Meir. We're not going to discriminate between tefillin and other things. Same exact halacha. What we allow you to do is what you do during the week. During the week, sometimes you put on two coats, three coats. Sometimes you wear five coats. Whatever. No one ever wears more than one pair of tefillin. So we allow you to do whatever you do during the week. During the week, you wear one pair. You could save one pair. During the week, you wear numerous layers of clothing. You go skiing, you wear five, six, whatever it is. So you can, wear, you can wear layers of clothes. Over there, during the week that you can wear whatever you want, as many as you want. Nobody's going to stop you from wearing 10 layers of clothing. So therefore, when it comes to saving, nobody's going to stop you. You're not allowed to wear more than one pair. So therefore in Shabbos, we only allow you to save one pair of tefillin. And Rim Galil argues, he says, you could save two pairs of tefillin. As the Gemara, Maikasov, Maikasov, Shabbos, Man, Tefillin, who, 
If he holds that Shabbos is a day that you can wear tefillin, zuga echad in, tefillin. So if it's a day that you wear tefillin, so by you wearing two tefillin, you're over an iser. Bal toisif. If on Pesach I want to shake two lulavim, that's not a problem, it's Pesach. But if on Sukkot I take two lulavim in my hand, it's Bal toisif maybe. So if it's mutter for me, if I could wear tefillin today, so I could wear one pair, but I cannot wear two pairs because two pairs is about Taisif. So how does he say you could save two pairs? And if he holds that you cannot wear Tfilin on Shabbos, and Rabbanon allowed you to wear it. Why? To save it. In other words, Rashi sticks in here. Now we're talking about a new thing called Tachshet. It's an ornament. It looks good. For the same reason, uh, you could wear a necklace on Shabbos. You could wear a scarf on Shabbos. It's a tachshit. So in Mela, they allow you to, to, to save it. So let them wear five pairs. Why are you limited to two pairs? Says the Gemara, No. He holds that Shabbos is not a day... That you wear tefillin. And therefore, what was the question? Let him save more than one pair. There's no isra of bal toisifs. And, and it's a tachshit. It's an ornament. Let him, let him save more. V'chishor ha'banal in Yenatzala. Derech malbush. B'makim tefillin. Very good. Very simple. You can't look like an idiot. If you wear three pairs of tefillin, that's not a tachshit anymore. You can't wear something that makes you look silly. You wear it. A tachshit is, oh, he has a nice, look at that nice pair of tefillin. So you have to wear it within the, 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 the halachic way that we wear it. Oh, so then why could you save two? Halachically, you shouldn't wear two. So then why does Ringwil say, so Again, today is not a day of tefillin. I have no mitzvah wearing tefillin. But there's something called tachshit. It looks good on me. It only looks good on you if you have one pair. It doesn't look good on you if you have five pairs and five fillers showing out. Okay, so then you should be limited to one. Why are you allowed two? Two also looks weird. Omer Rav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak. Here comes Rav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak. We should remember this name for a little later. No, you could. Like the Moroccans, they wear two tefillin shoraish. I actually looked for a picture on Google, I couldn't find one. Every, every time I'm in shul, I see one, I like, maybe I should take it out, it's a little weird, start taking pictures of people in shul. Like, I, I like it, like it's very rare to see, but you go to shul, you'll see it all the time here in Eretz Shul. Two tefillin, they put, usually they put a yamka, they cover, very tiny tefillin. You could wear two. So two is within tachshit, it's still an ornament. As the rush, very good, that's on the head. The yad ma'ikil ameimah, what, there's room for two tefillin on the head? So the Gemara Kedar Rav Huna, yes, there's room. Dama Rav Huna Pamim Shodem Bamen Asada, the Chavila Seh Roishoy. He wants to carry some sort of load on top of his head, and he's wearing tefillin. Think about it. The Gemara just takes it for granted. Today, if you wear tefillin in the street, they, they start pointing at you, you're a weirdo. But in those days, everybody wore tefillin. Even in the field, the, the farmers were wearing tefillin all day long, like we wear tzitzis all day. So but he has this heavy thing, like an Arab, he wants to put a big box on his head, he's going to crush his tefillin, it's not nice. What does he do? He takes it off his head, 
Vekashim is Roy, and he ties his Tfilm Shiraish. Interesting. He takes the, the Ritzuas, wraps it around his hand, so they shouldn't fall off. So you see that you can wear two pairs of Tfilm, a Roish and a Yad, on your hand. Says the Gemara, Ravuna only is telling you what to do so that you don't crush your Tfilm. He wasn't telling you that halachically it's acceptable to wear two pairs. Roy Miyamar, he never said that that's the way to wear it. And maybe it's not the way to wear it, then it's not a Tachshit on Shabbos. It has to be something that halachically is okay, not just to save your tefillin, but this is how people wear it. You tell me, Moroccans wear two pairs in the hand? Okay, so now I have, I'll say, oh, now it's a tachshit for everybody else. But you, you bring me a ride from Rav Huna that says, don't crush your tefillin, so what do you do? Put it in your back pocket. Oh, but that doesn't mean that that's the way to do it. That's just to save your tefillin. Just like we said a second ago, in the name of Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchok, that the head has an uh, area for two tefillin, it's large enough, your head, to hold two tefillin. In fact, you can wear two tefillin. And we're going to see in a second where. Now, by the way, we're coming upon some people here in Israel, this is their favorite mitzvah. This is what they do for a living. When the Torah says, where do you put your tefillin? On your bicep. And between your eyes is the kotkoid. Where is this kotkoid? From the soft spot of a baby, to the front, to where the hairline ends, or where a person used to have hair. What, what I mean by, this is people's favorite mitzvah, you'll see people in shul running, making a dash, knocking people over, flying to the other side of shul, no, 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 oh, oh, oh. Guy comes with a level to shul with a mirror, and he starts lasering it, they actually have an app on, on the iPhone, you can do a laser thing to make sure that you're feeling 100%. So this is, some people, this is their favorite. I know a guy, I'm not kidding. Three to four times per diving, he walks over to people, says, Nu'a'ah. So I walked out, I said, you want me to buy you a mirror? <laughs> Stomach has, whatever, it's gishmak that other people know that you're feeling 100%. Fine. But what, where is this makam? And there are people that, unfortunately, I think, I, I, we have to be careful. Because Tfilin Shiroish, I've seen it a lot. I don't like running over to people, and I don't. Maybe I should. But sometimes you see that it's a little bit lower than necessary. Why? So let's talk about, for a second, Tfilin Shaliyad. This is from Simon Wolf's uh, website. Here's your muscle, your bicep. You draw a line down the center. Lechatchila, according to the Ramah, if you're not a Gronik, this is a big problem for a lot of people if you're not a Gronik. Because the Lechatchila... Your tefillin should be in the green box. Past that, that, from the halfway of your muscle towards your elbow, that's where it should be. And a lot of people put it in the red box, which is not okay, according to the Ramah and others. According to the Gra, the red and the green are okay. It's certainly not okay in the dark blue and the light blue. So it has to be closer to the center of your bicep, a little bit downwards, not on the top over here, a little bit down over here. I used to have guns, but whatever. That's a different story. Corona. Closer to the heart. Okay, but this way, not this way. 
Okay, that's halacha number one. Halacha number two is very important. You see this a lot. People don't... Yeah. It can't be too low. It's, it's a little... The island should work out. The island should work out. Make sure you have a nice sized bicep. Can't be down over here and hanging, you know, completely down. It has to be on the bicep, a little bit, little bit towards your heart, but halfway. I don't know how you guys do it. Unless you have a very long arm, halfway is kind of tight for tefillin. According to the Gura, it's okay. Now for the Rosh. Here's where the baby's soft spot is, and you put your tefillin all the way to the hairline. However, what you need to make sure is that it's not where the hair ends. It's where the roots start. So in my case, for instance, it's over here, in middle. Not down here, not on the forehead. It shouldn't be on the forehead at all. It has to be all the way up. So that's a very important halacha to remember. It should be centered, as you see in this picture, the kesher should be centered. And what else? So you do, you draw a line, a direct line from your ear, from the front of your ear upwards, that's the soft spot, to where your hair used to grow if you're bald, you're not bald where the roots of your hair are, but not the actual hair. If you have a massive chub that comes down to your nose, you can't put your tefillin on your nose. It goes from where the hair starts. Says the Gemara, Perhaps, and this is a sugi that goes into tomorrow, so we'll do some of it today. So, what's the machloikis here? Maybe we have a machloikis, how many pairs of tefillin you could save. Maybe it's based on <coughs> this halacha that we just said. Rav Shmuel Bar says that you could wear two pairs of tefillin on your head, two pairs of tefillin on your head. So maybe that's why you could save, Rav Gamaliel says, you could save two pairs. Tanakama says, no, you could only wear one pair. Your head only has room for one. No, that's not the Machlechus. So now we're going to go in, maybe this is the Machlechus, maybe this is the Machlechus, we're going to do steps here. The Kuli Alma Islu, the Rav Shmuel, Barav Yitzchak, everybody agrees you can wear two pairs of tefillin. Your head has enough room for two pairs of tefillin. But it's a fundamental machloikis whether or not you can or can't wear tefillin on Shabbos. The Tanakhama Sova, Shabbos Zman Tefillin Hu, Emimelo Wad. Shabbos is a day to wear tefillin, and tefillin are not a tachshit. It's not an ornament. And therefore, if it's a mitzvah today, you cannot wear more than one pair. If you wear more than one pair, you are over on Baal Toysef. Today is a mitzvah to wear tefillin. You should do it like the halacha says. One pair and one pair only. And it's not an ornament. I'm not over on Baal Toysef because today is not a... It's like a, it's like a, a kid wearing tefillin. He doesn't have a nisser. Uh, he doesn't have a mitzvah to wear it. So if he doesn't have a mitzvah to wear it, he could wear five pairs. He's not over on Baal Toysef. So why not three pairs? Why is it going to say limit at, at, at two? Oh, that's the far that we said before. It doesn't look good. Three doesn't look good.